Peace and blessings, everybody. You're listening to The Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. I am Reek. What's happening with you? What you doing? How you doing? How you been? Well, I hope you've been hydrated. You've been doing the wrong thing. You've been indulging all of the devil's nectar, and you're not putting the proper things into your body, and you should be ashamed of yourself. Secondarily, if you would like to email me, because today is the email portion of the fucking podcast, what you can do is you can go to goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. You can type in a little bit of something, something. I'll respond to a little something, something, and then we'll have some something, something medley. Third, but don't confuse this for a third place, rate the show. Subscribe to the show. Comment on the show. I'm trying to be Letty. If I get 600 reviews, 700 reviews, 1,500 reviews, I will then be cast with the other lit podcasts when you're asked, hey, would you like to listen to this? And then they'll see me, a silver man, a silver do-rag on the motherfucking cover art that will probably intrigue them. I believe that my fucking podcast name is pretty cool. Like, hmm, the Good Brother Experience, it's a nigga with a do-rag, let's see what's going on. They'll hear me say I am Reek. They'll be enthralled by my voice. And I will be projected into superstardom. But I need your help. All you gotta do is rate, review, subscribe. And I'm in the game, baby. You feel me? Day to night to morning. Keep me in the moment. I let you had a moment. Why don't you say so? Didn't even notice. No punches left to roll with. You got to keep me focused. You wanted say so. Day to night to morning. Keep me me with the moment. You know what I'm saying? That song is fucking fire. I don't know why that shit's been stuck in my head all these days, but... If that's not Doja Cat's best song, then please tell me which one is the best song because I haven't had a Do- I haven't not heard a Doja Cat song even on the same stratosphere as fucking say so. But you know, I have a small serving size. All right, I got a few emails here. You know what I mean, shout out to Mandy. She was on yesterday's podcast. I believe that was a sensational episode. There was some dialogue that was brought up in said episode. And usually I don't do this. I don't incorporate DMs into the motherfucking podcast because I like everything to be linear. I like everything to be in all one spot. I am a stickler for everything being all in one area. So I don't have to remember while I'm trying to talk to you guys where everything is which. But this came in today by somebody I really respect. And um, her name is Tay. I mean, we're going to keep it very uh, organic and pretty vague like that and tay said listening to your episode with mandy there are so many layers to this topic a lot of niggas are predators the hood reinforces predatory behavior i agree separately i would like to say that if people could actually communicated their feelings and intentions uh then you wouldn't need to blanket statements of no means no maybe i'm feeling you but don't want to fuck you today now if we talked you would understand that, yeah, I like you, but I wanted to get to know you more before moving further. Also, uh, there are girls that like the cat and mouse game. They like niggas being aggressive with them and seeing that behavior as love or the very uh, least familiar to them. So they are cool with it. Everyone needs to be held accountable, but ultimately it falls on the man to read body language and listen uh, unless... 
they want to be held accountable in the court of public opinion and sometimes law. I do agree that language matters. Uh, sexual assault is too broad of a term. There's a difference between rape and inappropriate touching. It is all a violation, though. Um, I am so fucking happy that um someone else fucking said it for me, man. Because this is what I'm saying, and I want everybody to hear me. Nothing is going to change if everything falls under one umbrella. Because then you have the wiggle room for things not to be taken as seriously as something else. Because everybody wants to be selectively semantic. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants to be like, oh, this isn't that, so it doesn't matter. Or that isn't this, so it doesn't matter. There's a difference between indecent exposure to sexual assault to touching inappropriately to coercion to rape uh the reason why there's different words for different things is because everything has a definition and everything doesn't fall under the realm of rape because if you ask a man who is not a layer thinker or someone that really hasn't gone through too much or someone who's really st stuck in their ways and their mind doesn't have the bandwidth to recognize that there's different facets to different things. And like, man, you be on some rape shit, bro. You out raping bitches. He'd be like, what? I never raped a bitch in my life. And he's probably right. And the aspect of what he deems to be rape, he thinks in his head, I've never, I've never punched a woman in her face, told her don't move or I'll hurt you, and forcibly put my penis inside of her. Therefore, I've never raped a woman. Right? But if we start really focusing on the vocabulary that we use, as opposed to just trying to vilify everyone, they do need to be vilified. But if we're going to vilify them, we need to do it with the proper terminology so they can't have the scapegoat. Well, at least I didn't do this. I'm talking about niggas in the hood, man. Because I touched on it yesterday. I'm going to touch on it a little bit more. Um, and Tay was right. Uh, predatory behavior is definitely champion in the hood. You know what I mean, yeah, bro, you gotta do what you gotta do. That's what you hear all the time. My nigga, you let that shit slide, nigga. I would have told that girl whatever. Yo, son, how you just not? Yo, bro, you got liquor in the crib, bro. How you just gonna be in there with shorty and just get drunk and not do nothing? Like the, these type of things are put into your psyche. Now, everybody's gonna be like, that's not an excuse. It's not an excuse. Everybody wants to act like the world is just this unified place where it's just utopia and rainbows and Skittles and whatever have you. Your sense and beliefs came from somewhere. And then as you evolved, you was able to delineate what's right from wrong. But if things are just pushed in your head, pushed in your head, man, bitches ain't shit, man, bitches ain't. Like, actually liking women isn't the wave. Getting pussy is the wave. If that wasn't told to you before, it's being told to you now. So... It's like, all right, her feelings don't matter as much as me getting this pussy matters because the pussy is the objective, not actually being a good person to another good person. So because of that, you're not even putting it into your mind that, yo, I'm coercing this woman. Or even if you don't want to use the coercion, the word coercion, I'm using manipulative tactics and language in order for this girl to feel more comfortable with me than I am with her to get what I want from her. Or if I say this a certain way, she'll interpret it as something so I'll keep her at bay so she won't do anything outside of the realm that I want her to do. There's a whole bunch of shit that comes with this, man. 
man, you know what it is, man. We all on a party. We all doing what we got to do, man. If I flash the beef, whatever. If she say no, she say no. If she says yes, she's with it. These are the things that's in men's mind. It's all vile behavior. But in a man's mind, if he's not raping you, then it's all good. Not all men. And I believe social media is doing something to where you do have the people that just have no sense of being able to express themselves and they only can speak about something when they're angry about it. But if we can really just start fine tuning very direct behaviors and start chopping down that behavior, I really believe that's when things will change. And I'm someone who had to get out of that. I mean, like man, you know, I mean, I'm getting all these hoes, this isn't that, whatever, whatever. But I always, always had a sense of like, pride about myself like i i never wanted to get vagina from a woman under false pretenses i mean that's never been my style every girl i've ever talked to i've always spoke to with a certain amount of respect i never called no girl no bitch i never gave no girl no ultimatum i never blacked on shorty because she didn't give me no ass the one time that i was i'll tell you this story that i was in a position to where i asked a woman to leave because she wasn't giving me no ass as it was in college right and I was 21 or 22. And um, me and Shorty was chilling. She, you know what I mean? Uh, she was like, yo, I, I think you're cute, whatever, whatever. You know how it goes in college. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever, whatever. We speak in our one, two, three. And um, kissed a few times. I mean, I groped on her a few times, whatever have you. But she was really apprehensive of giving me her body, which is totally fine. Because I've never been forceful ever in my life. Never. Not once. So. Because of this, I'm like, all right, cool. I will go chill at her room. She will chill at my room a few times, whatever. Yeah, and it'll be all right. Now, I mean, she was just very apprehensive, just taking it to that next level. So one day, we were in my room and shit like that, and it's starting to get late. I had a few drinks, and um, we laid up, whatever, and she starts feeling on me. So I'm feeling on her. She had these ginormous breasts, bro. Like, these breasts were so beautiful, son. I remember, like, it was yesterday. And, um... We're saying there, whatever, whatever, and she's like pulling at my midsection. So I'm like, oh, it's about to be lit. And I mean, I'm grabbing on her. She's doing whatever. And then she was like, wait, 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 stop, stop, stop. I don't think we can do this. So then I got fully dressed. I sat on a chair, left her in my bed. I'm like, all right, we need to talk right now. It was like 2 30, 3 o'clock in the morning. I was like, yo, check this out. And you might think I'm lying to y'all because of the evolved person I am today, but I've always been this well spoken. I was like, yo, I have no problem hanging out with you. I have no problem chilling with you. I have no problem being in intimate settings with you. But you are making me feel uncomfortable. And I'm not feeling this shit. Shula, what do you mean? I was like, yo, coming in here, I made it clear to you I want to have sex with you. And you always laugh and you giggle. And I say, cool. Because I don't want to press the issue. Because I'm not trying to be on some rapey shit. This is what I said verbatim. I remember it like it was yesterday. I'm not trying to be on a rapey shit. But you know what you look like. Your breast is all over the place. I'm feeling you. You're kissing me. I'm not forcing nothing with you. And I'm feeling like incredibly horny when I'm around you. And it's almost as though like it's like a tease for you. Just for you to come over here. And just lay in my bed. And fill up on me. And do what I got to do. You know I want to have sex with you. I made that clear. And seemingly the only time that you want things to stop is when it goes to that next level. So if it's going to be that uncomfortable for you, then I feel like we need to stop doing things in this intimate capacity 
and just chill like three or four in the afternoon and now I mean when it starts to get late we can part ways because this shit is not cool for me, yo. Like I'm not I'm not cool with this. She's like, Wow, you serious? I'm like, Yeah, I'm serious. Like like yo, I you you know what type of time I'm on. I've made that clear. You know what I'm saying? I like hanging out with you and all that type of stuff, but I'm not looking for a girlfriend. I'm not saying you're looking for a boyfriend, but you just repeatedly being over here and just being in my bed and just us kissing up with one another and you know that I'm wild horny and you're saying all kind of shit in my ear and not trying to give me no sex. That's totally fine, but I think it's best that we don't have no more sleepovers because I'm not cool with this. Say what, are you saying that you want me to leave? I'm not saying I want you to leave, but what I'm saying is if we're going to be in my bed at 2 or 3 in the morning, then I would like to have sex with you. And if you don't want to have sex with me, I don't think we need to be in my bed. What would you like to do? She was like, okay, I respect it, you know, I'll just go in my room, just holler at me tomorrow. And I said, cool, and things started to fizzle out from there, and I'm very cool. I don't know if I handled that in the best situation possible, but I was not cool with that shit. So I'm like, she's just dangling the carrot, like, yeah, I'm just going to keep sleeping over here, and I'm going to keep saying how much I like you, and let me whispering shit and biting my ear. I'm like, oh, I can't wait till you inside me. Like, saying this shit to me and then just stopping me at the last moment. I wasn't feeling that shit. So, yeah, I, too... Even in the thick of it, always practice the best behavior as far as not being a rapey ass nigga. And I believe that it's up to us as a society to start identifying what's not cool behavior. Uh, just not go under the moniker like, yo, he's a wild boy. Yo, man, he's got to do what he got to do. Or, yo, I don't know what he does to bag him, but he does what he got to do. You know what I'm saying? The dudes that like fake wife women, I mean, like, yo, just make them feel like they're their boyfriend until... He gets what they want from them. Like all this type of shit just needs to be stopped. But the only way it's going to be stopped is if we start really putting an eye in the spotlight on each particular type of thing that's happening to women so all of it can be eradicated. All right. Next motherfucking email. And we have quite a few of them. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo, Let's go with this one. This comes from... Tiana, hello Reek. I have binge listened to your podcast and I actually enjoy it. I love the interview uh, you did with Mandy. You should do more interviews once in a while, but I do enjoy your. Just, I'm sorry, I do enjoy just your views on things a lot more. Anyways, just want to show you some love. Have a great day. Peace and blessings to you, Tiana. Sent from my iPhone. Thank you so much. I think I'm going to start implementing more interviews. Not a lot. I'm just going to sprinkle them. I'm not going to tell you no warning. I'm not going to tell you when it's coming. But here and there, I might just hit you niggas with the remix. And I mean, it all depends on my feeling. So that's definitely something that I'm going to get into. Because, I mean, the conversation I had yesterday was dope. And I actually felt good to speak to somebody else. I'm not going to lie to you. All right, all right, all right, all right. This comes from Anansa. Uh, Hi, Reek. This is why your show is so dope. Two adults are able to exchange information and your show is the vessel for that. I appreciate T's book suggestion and his response. That is in regards to uh, the feminism I was speaking about as far as black feminism, that it should be at a, its own separate entity from just feminism as we know it. And I was able to delve a little deeper into the issue than I actually intended to, but it was very intriguing to me. And the fact that both of them were able to exchange information so they both can dive deeper into it via my show is something that I'm really going to take some pride in. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. What do we got next? What do we got next? Um, uh, do, 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 do
You want to give me a second? I'm just trying to see which one I want to read. All right. This actually comes from T. I mean, the person that actually brought up the book in the first place. It reads, peace, good brother. It's T. Your soliloquy about sexual misconduct and rape sparked a memory of mine. Last year, I was at a close friend's kickback celebration of for a party. I'm sorry. Last year, I was at a close friend's kickback celebrating the party. Sorry about that, guys. As the event came to a close, one girl was extremely drunk and it was requested I walk with her to the next street over. What I didn't know was she didn't live over there, but her car was over there. She was stumbling drunk and was trying to assure me she could drive home. I took her keys and I decided I'll drive her home and Uber to my next destination. She's so drunk, I had to pull over twice so just she can throw up, but we eventually made it to her place. I helped her up to her apartment and then sent for my Uber. Of all of a sudden, she turns the shower on and tells me I should stay and starts taking her clothes off. I write down my number and tell her she still feels this way in the morning. Call me and I got you. Then I got outside just away from my ride. Crazy thing is I tell the story to my niggas and they tell me I'm crazy for not fucking. Moral of the story, we cannot be fucking sloppy drunk strangers. Peace and blessings. Good brother T, you did the right thing. Now, I mean... One, I don't know if you know this woman, but if you didn't know this woman and on some stranger shit, you agree to drive her home. That is incredibly admirable on your behalf. Secondarily, uh, you helped her to her apartment. You saw her getting naked and, you, and she was like, yo, you don't got to go nowhere. You wrote your name on a piece of paper like, yo, you feel the way tomorrow, you holler at me, but I'm not with this. That is the type of shit that's needed. There's been a few instances now, I mean, it's just something small, something that you forget about after you do it to where I'll see a girl uh, stumbling out the club. I mean, with her homegirls, but I mean, it looks as though I'm a little stronger than the homegirl that's actually aiding the drunk girl. So I'll go over there and like, hey, what's up, y'all? I just want to help. Um, I just want to help her get to her car. If I know we got it and I have to like, it's crazy that this is the times that we're in. But I'm like, yo, listen, I don't want y'all number. I don't want nothing from y'all. I'm not going to ask you what y'all do after this. I literally just want to help your homegirl get into the car because it looks like you guys are struggling. Once I say that, you're like, oh, my God, thank you. I wish there was more men like you. And that is good enough for me. Well, I know why. Because I'm not a fucking creep. And it's OK to do nice things for people. And these type of gestures always come back to you if you believe in karma. I mean, but just sitting there and just waiting for instances just to bounce on some pussy. That shit is not the wave, my nigga. Like, it's never been the wave. Just being at the club and just eyeing who the drunkest one is. And then that's when you make your move or when someone's too sloppy or like that. How does your dick even get hard for that? You know what I'm saying? Now, what I will say is this. I have had drunk sex to where I was so drunk. I didn't give a fuck what was going on, but I believe that in the grand scheme of things, unless a woman is tr uh, is a trained fighter or has a weapon, whatever, me defending myself is a little easier than a woman defending herself. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not looking for like any type of nothing. But what I am saying is there's definitely been times to where I was the drunk person in the club and then it was lit. But I never, ever in my fucking life would sit there and be like, oh, oh, okay, shorty looks lit over there. All right, let me see what's happening. Let me order her another drink and see what's goody. Like, all this type of just wicked behavior is not loopy, son. Like, it actually feels good that no matter what happens, you can call me a jerk. 
You can say shit didn't work out. You can fat in you were who I thought you were. But fam, making making women feel uncomfortable when they are around you is something that's not fucking wavy at all. Like, man, it is what it is with these bitches, man. They know what it is. Like, what is going on? I remember one day on some G shit, I was coming from my man's party. He had a party in Jersey. We um we had this van, and um one of his man's mans, I mean, he was a ball player, whatever have you, and there was some women in the back. And we were all drunk. We were all, I mean, talking or whatever. It's all jokes, whatever. And son is like, yo, we fucking these bitches? And niggas was like, nah, nah, nah. I mean, we just gonna drop them homeless, whatever. So they're like, hey, would you guys mind taking us home, whatever? We was in the van, whatever. I didn't think nothing of it. I was just chilling. Um, this nigga was like, yo, what the fuck y'all bitches about to do, man? Like, are we fucking or like, why y'all asking about rides home and shit? Just went wild left. And I'm looking like, yo, I was 23 at the time. And they started barking at him and they were barking. They was like, yo, just drop us home. He was like, yeah, drop them off. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. Like, yo, son, just chill. Like, nah, nigga, fuck that. They're not giving us no pussy. They need to get the fuck out the car. I was like, yo, what is good? And I was like, yo, listen, I was trying to talk like, yo, listen, man, this, you know, this is, this, this, so much shit was happening at once. I was like, yo, my nigga, chill. Yo, chill. Yo, listen, yo, we're going to make sure I get home. They was like, no, 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 it's all right. Just drop us. Just drop us. We're not broke bitches. We're not broke bitches. We can get a fucking cab home. It's nothing. Yo, we dropped them off. I'm like, yo, son, what is good with you? He was like, yo, let me fuck that shit. My nigga, them hoes ain't shit. Like, in retrospect, I should have said something. Should have said something more. Like, yo, bro, you bugging. But, Speaking down on women is kind of like ingrained on you, even if you're not doing it yourself. So when you when you're watching it, it's like, oh, well, I, I guess they're just gonna get out and whatever. But nah, son, this is the type of shit that just can't go down, yo. Like I can personally say, I know I keep bringing this up. My behaviors of women have changed. My outlooks of women, as far as like, I right, maybe it's not all about me in the situation. I'm talking about when I was super young, like 16, 17. Now I'm older. But one thing I always champion is like being disrespectful and being like a jerk is not cool. But one of the problems is it looks like all the jerks get the pussy. So if your objective is pussy all the time and you're seeing that the people that are treating treating women the worst are the ones that's getting the love, you'll then adopt said behavior. This shit needs to change. It can't go down no more. It happened before. It's all good. It's not all good, but it fucking happened before. It's up to us to change it. We're all around the same age. Our fucking children don't have to go through this. We no longer have to act like this. Just treat people with respect, son. Stop trying to take options away and shit. You're trying to take options away. You're trying to be like this big, bad, tough guy that if you're not doing what I want you to do, when I want you to do it, then you're a dub. And there's no progression that way. Yeah, I mean, that's not how we doing it. All right. Uh, this will be the final email. Uh, this comes from, is there something or is there someone that do, 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 do? Nope. You don't have a moniker. You want me to call you Tanisha. All right. So Tanisha, 
I'm still working and I wonder how long the Rona will be a threat. School is canceled and so is the summer damn near. I've thought of like 5011 hustles that none of my family members are taking seriously, except my 13 year old. She kept saying, mom, you should join Forex. And I kept telling her, no, gotta watch her. She might pop out with a Cullinan when the Rona is over. I don't know what a Cullinan is, but it sounds expensive. I've told my man, uh, next time something happens, I'm quarantining at his house because I need some. I had a protest at a local gas station on Sunday because the owner had me fucked up. Cops came out and agreeing he was bugging. He won't call another popo in the hood business. Unless he's coming correct, I bet. LOL. I'm just talking shit. You say you ain't have the wee bills. Keep it up, good brother. The next Jack in the Box, when the world open up, going to be stupid. I'll be there. Biohazard suit and all. I appreciate that love, Tunisia. I would definitely love to have you. You look like you're someone with spice. Definitely the spicy people in Jack in the Box. And getting fucking whack-ass gas station owners is out the paint. That 4X shit. You know what it is about that 4X shit? It's like, you need to, one, speak a particular language. You need to be able to read charts. But if I'm not understanding, it's trading, buying, and selling currency. So, if your 13-year-old wants to get into that during a global pandemic, who the fuck has money to be trading in the first place? I would think that the dollar amount is at an all-time low, especially right now, because everybody got to be camped in the crib. I was thinking about getting into Forex. One of my friends uh, is into that shit. And I was thinking about it and thinking about it, but I don't know, man. It was just something, it was just something I just couldn't pull the trigger on. It just doesn't feel right. And I was caught in this situation. I want you guys to really walk with me here. If you're doing the things that you've been doing, but you're not getting the things that you want, you should want to change up what you're doing, right? So when you're seeing new opportunities that you would often shun to the side, why are you shunning opportunities to the side when you don't have the things that you want? Don't you think remixing the strategy would bring you to greatness? So when I first saw that Forex shit, I'm like, man, that's like one of them other scam shits. Then I'm like, damn, I do know a few people that at the very minimum, if they spent $1,000 to get in, they made their $1,000 back. So I'm like, okay, I got to at least break even. So it's not a complete waste of time. And you know, the whole making money while I'm sleeping shit, I can get down with that too. But am I willing to really devote time and energy into buying and trading different types of currency all around the world? The answer for me is no. But I often think about it. So I'm not going to tell you how to parent your child. I don't have a 13-year-old. I don't have kids at all, actually. But as an exercise, just to keep her or him, I'm not sure of the gender of your child, like, yo, all right, this is what we're going to do. I'm not going to get into Forex, but I want you to get into Forex. You let me know what's going on. Here's $200. I don't know if you have $200 to give just for like a habit of your child. But if you do, because I don't know where you're at right now financially, here's $200. Get shit started up. In a month's time, report to me back. Tell me what you've learned. Tell me what I got to do. And maybe that can be something for your child. Because the one thing I always told myself, when I have a son, I'm going to put him in barber school so he can always make money, no matter if I'm around him or not. Kids always want the newest shit. They always want the newest jeans, the newest hat, the newest sneakers, the newest shirts, the jackets. So you fucking build in work ethic in them when they're young. 
You don't got to like walk around and shovel snow and shit like I used to do. You don't got to rake no leaves. Just get get nice with the Clippers. Go around your elementary school. Go around your middle school. Go around your high school like, yo, listen, $5 cuts, $10 cuts. I got you. Put him in barber school. Pay that, whatever, whatever. Have him be a licensed barber by the time he's fucking 12 years old. And then he's good to go. Know what I mean? Put your daughters into what a cosmetology school. Is that when they do hair and makeup and all that type of shit? Have them develop a trade as far as things that's not going nowhere. Hair and nails is never going nowhere. I'm not saying they need to do this shit for a living, but when they popped in college, instead of fucking calling you for money and they can just do 10 haircuts and have $100, they will appreciate that. I'll tell you that shit. So you can treat Forex the same way. If they get cool with the money trading at 16 years old and they're raking in, what, $3,000 a week, that's $3,000 you don't got to give them. What are you going to do? give them for allowance? $50 a week? Probably. Maybe. Fuck 50 when they can make 3000 Or possibly make 3000 So yeah, put that shit in our psyche. Have her watch the YouTube videos. Have her sign up for the classes and shit like that. That shit isn't age specific. And if she's smart enough or if he's smart enough to maintain the bandwidth to whatever, whatever. You can probably fuck around and be parent of the year. Now all of a sudden, you have a 15, 16-year-old child that's raking in $1,000 a month. That you don't got to put towards being a parent. It's already bad they're not paying bills. On top of that, you got to take care of them. If they can get the taking care of them portion out of your pocket, I think everybody wins. That's going to conclude the episode for today. I want to thank everybody that wrote in. Once again, the email is goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. Peace and blessings. Pass the dressing. And I'll speak to you on 36.1.